Hey everybody, how are you? Coach here? Man, I am ultra happy that you take a few minutes and join me in whatever endeavors you're going on right now. Thank you very much, and I hope I bring you something of quality today and something a little uh, mind-bending at the same time. You know, as humans, we define our day from the time we roll out of bed until we crawl back in it later that night. With what? With purpose. With purpose or purposes each and every every day. It is literally what moves us forward as humans, or as parents, as employer or employees. Purpose. You know something? Without purpose, things like uh, depression, anxiety, and other maladies tend to creep in. But when you have purpose, we are always defining our day of what needs to get done, what we need to accomplish, etc. Would you agree with me on that? Well, you know something? Today, we discuss landscape purpose from a design and planning aspect, and you will see as we dive into this exactly what I talk about. We will peel back the curtain on what you as a designer and a homeowner doing it DIY need to define for your landscape to be its best and for you to be your best as the homeowner. It's time to go. Let's move forward, shall we? Hey, I'm Matt, you can call me coach. Every Friday I bring with me landscape DIY education, concepts and theories, ideas and solutions, so you guys can go out and tackle a landscape project yourself, get professional results, save a whole lot of money in the process, and in this day and age, be a lot more self-reliant. Man, after a 20 plus year career in the green industry, I'm bringing with me a lot of knowledge and experience that I wanna share with you guys the new, modern, educated, self-reliant homeowner of today. For starting off, let's just define the word. Let's just define the word purpose. You know, for me, I, I looked it up, but I had my own version of it, but it's something similar to the reason something exists or is done, made, or used. You know what I'm saying? I mean, purpose. Like, what is the purpose of education? What is the purpose of a vehicle, etc.? So when you answer those things, it gives you a solid foundation for validation, for explanation, etc., of why you do certain things. What is your thoughts? I'd love to know. What is your thoughts regarding purpose? So taking such a definition and applying it to your landscape, you can see that there must be a purpose behind what you will create. No matter what it is, it has to make sense. It has to perform. It has to give back, etc. You will need to define what your landscape will be doing for you before ever starting or certainly completing the project itself. You will need to have an answer for every aspect of what you are planning and for every element you decide to create in the landscape. Let's do a for example. A brand new landscape with nothing started. Brand new first time homeowners, brand new house. Congratulations. And then I have seen these people stand and stare out the window or stand in the yard and scratch their head and saying to themselves, now what, you know, what do we do with this yard? What, what could we do that works? Well, by looking inwardly to start with, being realistic with yourselves on many fronts and defining what you want in return from the landscape 
will break through, guaranteed, will break through that landscape ceiling of analysis paralysis and allow you to think things through so much easier. I will use an avatar as an example. Let's take a married couple, both in their early 30s, both employed, and pull down a decent income to afford what they have bought as far as a home. They're eager to create or recreate an outdoor landscape now that they're in this new home. They are willing to do much, if not all, the work themselves. Pretty good. Lots of energy. They have little to no landscape or horticultural or design experience. So there's our avatar. Does that sound familiar at all? Do you know somebody in your circle of influence that kind of fits that a little bit? If these folks approach the project ahead of them with this simple question and answer it all, things moving forward become much, much easier. It might sound something like this. Maybe it will be, uh, all we need is grass for the dogs to run in, or we need a place for entertaining because we have a lot of friends and a lot of family nearby and we, we love to entertain. Or we travel so much for work, we're hardly going to be here. So low maintenance is very, very important. Here's another one. We need multiple things for a growing family from our landscape. Multiple elements to serve multiple purposes. And maybe lastly, we are skilled. We've got some skills and can create some upgrade elements for now and then maybe 10 years down the road because we're going to be here for a while. You know, in this day and age, a conscientious homeowner has to be realistic about what they can do, what they will want to take care of for landscape success, that is, and what does the future hold for them as owners? Is this their first home? Is it going to be their forever home? Do they have kids now? Will they have kids later? Do they have six St. Bernards that they have to take care of? All of these things you have to ask for the landscape to take care of. Because let's face it, kids aren't always going to be in a crib. Six St. Bernards are not going to be in the house all the time. So you get my you get my meaning. There will be some return and purpose from your landscape to fulfill your lifestyle. Now, am I immune to this kind of stuff? Hell no. For me, when Maestro and I were at Weed Patch Ranch, I defined my landscape's purpose with about three or four answers. Number one, I wanted harvest from much of the landscape. I wanted things to eat, which I had not had for a little while, and I never really had a yard that could really supply a lot of harvest, and now I did. So I wanted something, you know, throughout much of the year where I could go out and pick and pull and prepare. Another high priority for us was I needed nice. I needed a nice looking landscape to show as a landscape business professional and as an example. Another one is I needed the landscape to provide multiple outdoor living areas. Not necessarily entertaining areas, but outdoor living areas. Hence, we had a great back patio with a nice pondless water feature with bistro tables and an elevated deck. It was really kind of slick. And then we had the sunset deck out front where we could come out, you know, after work and stuff, enjoy a glass of wine, have another small little water feature and watch the sunset way off in the distance. It was kind of important to us. So 
by defining this ahead of time, it really allowed me to look at the large project staring me in the face. And I do mean large. Staring me in the face was much, much clearer glasses. No more was there wasted time pining over what to do and how to do it. Yeah, I know, and what you're saying. I did have a leg up on the average John and Jane Doe with who has no experience. I get that. But I was still walking my walk and talking my talk. But I was staring at 1.5 acres to landscape. I had two houses to landscape around. I had long driveways to put in and improve. I had multiple families because I had a rental on the property. I had an olive orchard, which I did not have very much experience with, had to be renovated and improved, and then the use of what that was going to be. So I had many of the same questions that needed to be answered, just like you guys. So for your project, coming up with a good conversation with your significant other, maybe over a lunch or dinner out, or a beverage outside one night and sharing ideas of what purpose your new landscape will do for you. And I seriously, <laughs> this is always the hard part, I seriously ask you to embrace each other's views and stay open-minded. It's just discussion at this point. It never needs to go beyond the, oh yeah, I never thought about that. It doesn't have to get into confrontation. It doesn't have to do any, because you're just barely starting to talk about it. I have found compromise will always work best, along with digesting these important conversations over maybe a little bit of a planning period. Make sure you've kind of written some of the ideas down so you don't forget them. And which of these ideas and how to go about it, I've discussed in a lot of other episodes, both podcast and YouTube channel. I guarantee you this. I guarantee it. Initial thoughts, your initial thoughts during those first one, two, or three conversations will change. They will change or morph into more refined ideas, more refined discussions. And for good reasons, you know, as discussion, due diligence, and steadfast budgets come into play. But all of this reflects on forward mental movement in a positive way. You are no longer stuck. You're stuck. You're moving forward. You're planning out a major league part of the property you bought. And once answered, the purpose will now become the how, the why, the what, and the when of landscape design and construction. And you're off and running. You really are. You know, blasting through these thought barriers are huge. And certainly they remove the roadblocks of that analysis paralysis and other roadblocks of planning. It really gets to the meat of what your project is going to accomplish for you when you accomplish it. If you can answer these few questions initially, your project will be light years ahead of somebody who has yet to do so. Here's a couple examples. What is your current lifestyle integrated into the landscape or reflected in the landscape that you're going to have? What are your likes? And just as important, if not more important, what are your dislikes? What areas are most important to have now versus later? Future needs from the landscape. Future needs. And I'm talking three to five years or more. Such as kids area, 
pet area, expansion of shed, shop, second garage, whatever. Places for the boat, places for an RV, places for a, a she shed, man cave, in-law unit, etc. And maybe developing hobbies that are going to require a little more space down the road. Is this the first home or is it the forever home? Because obviously you're going to treat the landscape a little different if you think you're only going to be there three to five years versus 30 to 40 years. Returns from the landscape now, including, very important, sellability. Making sure that whatever you put in is going to appeal to people down the road if you put a sign in the yard saying, hey, for sale. My experience as a pro, both as a designer and a contractor, has shown me many folks do not know what they need. I often had to prod and kind of, this is what I call my kitchen table talk. I often had to kind of prod and coax common sense answers. And more importantly, aha moments from them as a designer. Then once hired as a contractor, I would execute these ideas and put in their wants and needs in the construction phase. Well, I'll tell you what, you now have the same tools as I had given those folks, as I have right now. You've been given that, that leg up, that, that advantage, which puts you ahead of the game. And not just ahead, but way ahead. No more arguments, no more ceiling staring events at night. Just good, well thought out decisions that fulfill your needs, goals, and landscape objectives. Is it easy as I describe? Most of the time it is. Most, if not all folks will need certain elements in the landscape as, shall we say, must-haves. You know, we, we kind of always need a, a driveway, whether it be gravel or cement or whatever. We need maybe a back patio to sit out on, maybe barbecue on, you know, walkways. Maybe we need some shade. How about some privacy? Maybe some additional storage other than just stuffing the garage and the cars go out in the driveway. Huh, nah, car garages were developed to put cars inside. So those are kind of the must-haves. And then you can plug in some of the optional elements that enter into a, a landscape, such as eh, maybe a, a place for doggo during the daytime when you're at work. Maybe play areas for the kids that it's not out on the front lawn necessarily but maybe they have a designated area where there's supervision from inside, safe place from creepers and other things, maybe hot tubs. How about underground irrigation? Drainage for the landscape, because you know you got some problems. Water features, maybe outdoor kitchens. You know, we're starting to get into luxury items like low voltage lighting, that kind of stuff. You know, from here, it becomes kind of a, a, a shopping list and comparing that finalized list to the attained budget that you have set and you will stick to. Very, very important. Don't have a shopping list that's champagne level when you only really have a budget that is PBR level. Know what I'm saying? We are in perfect time of year, absolutely perfect time of year for such purposeful landscape thought and planning to make sure things happen maybe later next spring or early summer. This is the time to start talking about it because as you know, blink and it will be spring. Then kind of once you get the, the rudimentary 
purpose of what the landscape's going to do. You kind of refine some of the things you must have, a couple of things that you like to have, and some of the wants and needs hammered out. Kick in the clutch, guys. It's the end of the year. Then set it aside. Enjoy the rest of the holidays and the family and friends. If you have any questions, you always got me. Feel free to reach out. The email is always right here. And check out the book and course on the website. I really want to reach out and say a personal thank you to Tracy in Fair Oaks, California. She purchased Homescape 1.0 during the sale that we have this week. I hope she really gets a lot out of it and is able to move her project or projects ahead with a lot more education in her hand. Hey, check out the YouTube channel later on and the plan of the week. And as always, to your landscape success, I hope things are going well for you and the holidays are smooth, simple, and safe. I'll catch you guys next week. Thanks for tuning in. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Yard Coach Podcast. Don't forget to head over to the website at youryardcoach.com where you will find more DIY landscape education, including the free 15-step DIY landscape checklist, Coach Matt's ebook called Landscaping Simplified, and the flagship digital course, Homescape 1.0. As always, if you have any questions or comments, you can email Coach Matt directly at youryardcoach at gmail.com. We'll see you right here next week.